Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Last time on Do Dragons Dream of Scorch Sheep. After collecting their thoughts, the crew found themselves in a seemingly endless desert. Upon a chance encounter with a friendly merchant and his camel, they hitched a ride to the nearest town, only to discover that the merchant was not so trustworthy. After an ambush by a small army, help presented itself from the skies. <clears throat> Adventure someday if we roll. Welcome everyone to Do Dragons Dream of Score Cheap. As usual, my name is Gadget and I'll be your DM for the evening. And joining us this time, as Cowboy Grey Merkin, it is Biggie. Hi! As Stigveld, it's Stig. Hello. As Capri Smitty, it's Candy Machine. Hello. And as Treble O'Clef, it is Oodles. Fusroda! I, th- I, th- I think you're playing the wrong game here. Oh. <laughs> I've been playing that. <laughs> anyway, last time as uh, Candy so eloquently brought us back on, the party made their way into the Endless Desert as they headed into Morin to try and, you know, get a, a little bit of distance between them and the Triumvirate. Uh, it worked. They got very far away from it. They got further into it when they were ambushed after being betrayed by a, a travelling salesman. And his camel. And his camel. That, that camel. Dodgy. Camels are bad people. Butthole. <laughs> After casually murdering several bandits, uh, aid came to them in the form of a flying galleon. And as the, as they climbed up the uh, the ladder, or in Capri's case, to get to the wine, she climbed up the chain from the anchor. <laughs> they appeared on the on the deck of the Dreadbeat, and they encountered Creighton Fisk, a skeletal pirate captain. And if you imagine you're sat on the, sat on this desk, uh, uh, you're stood on this deck. And in front of you, there is an entire crew of skeletons. The Creighton stands in front of you, his hand outstretched, the bones bleached from the sun, no flesh or hair left on his body. He's wearing a black tricorn hat and a tattered green and gold dress coat. He's a bandolier filled with throwing knives, which are all a little bit rusted. 
He's got a, he's wearing a cutlass, pantaloons, and some loose boots with a buckle on the front of them. And he and he says to you, Ah, well met, well met. Who do we have here? You lot seem very hungry. <laughs> Aye, to be, sh- to be sure, it's been quite a while since we had a meal. You don't say. What, what be thy names? What be the name of thy group? We're a travelling circus troupe. That's all you need to know. He kind of, even though he has no eyeballs or like facial features or anything, you can see he's slightly taken aback. A, f- a four-person a four-person circus. Yes, we're the modern escapists. And he, he looks. He looks. He. What's modern about he? Well, look at us. Can you not tell? When have you well, ever purple. seen a group like this travel together? So diverse. Not one that's lived long. Well, we've been going around the world for many and many a moon, and we're popular upon all parts. Maybe not so much sky parts, but we're very popular. Ah, well, it's it's wonderful to have you here. We very rarely get guests. I can see. Thank you for coming to our rescue. Aye, to be to be welcome, lizard man. We didn't Wait. need the help, but uh, uh, lizard, excuse me. Apologies, apologies, apologies. I see you be Dragonkin. I am Dragonborn, thank you. And what is it? What's what's your name? Cowboy Grey Merkin. Well, can, can, the, well, Cowboy Grey Merkin, you're welcome to whatever we have. As is the rest of you. Uh-huh. I believe I believe the young lady wanted a drink. Yes, yes, if there's anything going, rum perhaps, wine maybe. He, 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 turn, he turns around and shouts, A nasty service, come get the lady a drink. And you, and you see like several skeletons scrabble away and kind of run under the hold. Uh, can everyone roll me perception checks and we'll see what's about you? Eleven. Eleven. Eighteen. Ooh. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so yeah, so you all rolled pretty well. So as you look around, you see that this is a full complement of crew on this galleon. There's probably roughly about thirty of them on here. Um, they are all in various states of well they're all completely skeleton but they're all in various states of kind of tattered clothing Um, the ship itself is a little bit rickety it's in a slight state of disrepair and shabbiness maybe a bit of shabby chic going on Uh, it definitely needs a lick of paint and a lick of oil Um, they are busying themselves with jobs they appear to have always known so uh, one attends the rigging of sails that have long since rotted away Another swabs the deck with no water and no mop head. He's just kind of waving a stick around in a vaguely <laughs> mopping motion. It's almost as if they were kind of stuck as they were hundreds of years previously. Um, you hear you hear a little bit of, a bit of rustle and a bit of commotion come up, and uh, you hear a thunk, 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 thunk as um, a ba- as a as several barrels of of uh, alcohol are brought up from the hold and kind Great. of rolled over towards you and kind of stood in front of you. And, uh, and and Creighton puts a hand out. Ha ha! I'm really sorry. We don't have anything smaller. Will this do? Uh, uh, oh, yes, I suppose so. For now, for now, now. <laughs> <laughs> one one of the um, one of the skeletons comes over with a, with a, a hammer and a, and a chisel and kind of knocks open the um, the the lid of one of the barrels. And it is just the most sweet smelling rum you've ever encountered. Oh, that's the shit. <laughs> Elbow, care for a conga line. <laughs> I'm ready when you are. When you are? <laughs> Stigveld. Lend me our ear a second. 
These two are just absolute drunkards. I don't trust this. What kind of curse keeps a, a ship in flight with no sails? What kind of crew can operate with no sinew and flesh? Would you like to roll a arcana check for me, Treble? Yes. And let's see if you can puzzle out this magic for yourself. Nine. Nine. <laughs> you know what? Might not be magic. They might have always been this way. Mm. Foul, I, wicked curse. Is upon I don't this know. Ship. We don't get anything like this in High Dawn. This is kind of... Well, One I'm word of advice. I'm a bit uneasy about being on this ship, to be honest. Yes, same. One word of advice. Don't eat or drink anything. In the, in the meantime, in the background, you just hear... Hey! Uh, Capri. <laughs> Look, I'm walking the plank. <laughs> Wish you'd taken that uh, advice earlier this year. <laughs> the um, you you also notice kind of as you kind of stood on the on the deck of the ship, it it's actually kind of listing side to side as if it was in water. It's not just kind of like sat straight. Um, it's almost like kind of rocking with the gentle waves of the deep sea. Um. Mm. Creighton kind of uh, watches reasonably amused as, as, as Capri kind of gets her buzz back on and uh, Calvo goes in and Calvo takes a drink. Do you want to both roll me constitution uh, saving throws and we'll see how drunk you both get. Have one drink? Let's just assume you put a straw in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a three. <laughs> oh, Calvo, you've not drunk like this sorry. in a long... Plus one, four. You've you've not drunk like this in a long You're time. You're supposed to smoke and drink. <laughs> yeah, the combination of the of the of the of the last of the pipe weed that you that you uh, managed to billow out of the um, the cart earlier in the day, and now this just really sweet sickly rum has just hit your hit your beak, and you just feel and you just feel a little bit and you're a little bit impaired from. It's gonna wipe it. <laughs> not necessarily, but we may do another constitution roll a little bit later on to find out. <laughs> This is fucking great. Language. Take it easy, you two. Jesus Christ. Uh, who would Jesus Christ be in this world? <laughs> one of the just a name I, just a swear I heard one time. The carpenter, I quite, carpenter I, made the ship. I, I quite liked it, so I use it every now and again. It could catch on. Good. Uh, have you not heard of Jesus of the Grey Bar? You, Captain Boner. <laughs> Can I have a word with you? <laughs> <laughs> to be sure, he says, as he, as he kind of walk, walks over to you and just p- picks you up. Put me what down. Be? How rude. And how rude to call me Captain Boner I when I came to your name. rescue. You're a hundred foot up in the air, boy. I could throw you off. Can't get a boner anymore. You literally haven't got the balls to throw me off. Are you trying this? <laughs> Treble, don't if, be silly. I'm seeing if I can, if I can reason with him. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> And he kind of he, he kind of like peers at you slightly. He, he, again, even though he hasn't got any eyes, you, you you get the feeling that he's kind of raising an eyebrow and peering at you. He goes, "What did you say?" I said, "What are the state of the halls on this ship?" Ah, that's better. I thought I thought that's what you said, and he just drops you with a thud. Anyway, Captain, Mister Captain. Fisk. Fisk. Crichton Fisk at your service. Captain Fisk. Where, what are you, if you don't mind me asking? Ask him where he's from. Shut up. 
Well, I'd be the greatest captain that ever floated in the sky. Probably the only one. Well, yes. Hmm, okay. Process of elimination there. Which also- Ask him why he's in the sky. Shut up. I apologize for my, uh, my caravan. Why, uh, why would you apologize for him? He's having a laugh. Yeah, that's the problem. So, I just want to put it out there. We weren't in need of rescue. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's better than walking. But we, we had the situation under control. What I do need to know is how you knew we were there. So, uh, as, as this is happening, um, Stigville, can you roll me a little investigation check? Uh, no, sorry, perception check. Oh, nice. 19. 19. You oh, noticed that... Um, perception, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 22, not 19. 22. You, you, you notice almost immediately that um, there, there is a, a small skeletal parrot that is going through each of your packs. Just, in, just having a look. Oi! You hear a clattering of bones as it... What is your parrot doing? Get off my on, stuff! Lands on Creighton's shoulder and it kind of whispers where his ear would be. Says, well, actually, I think, I think I was right to come and get you. What? In the name of all the gods, allows that creature to fly. What curse he, is this? Speak. He looks back and forth. Same kind of magic that makes me stand. I don't like this. This is necromantic work. Oh, you're such a naysayer. And he um silence the, the, the parrot kind of like in his ear again. He goes, um, ah, ah, yes, you'd have been dead in two days. I'm very aware his accent is slipping as well. I can't maintain a West a West Country accent. Because he doesn't got a tongue. <laughs> yeah, we'll he doesn't got a tongue. Um, <laughs> arr, arr, there we go. I I be getting me pirate voice back. Yeah, you'd have been dead in uh, in a couple of days. You don't have any uh, water or food. Um, it's desert. You're we are sailing. We are sailing. Dragon, be quiet. Oh come on. <laughs> I need to rest. Well, you'd be welcome to rest here. I tell you what, come with me, come with me. And the um, and the the deckhands kind of scatter out the way. The the parrot flies off and perches itself on the wheel. And it as it's as it's on the ship's wheel, it's just kind of rocking left and right. Wait, <laughs> uh, do you have a crow's nest? And he, he, he points up, and you see the top of the mast is uh, basically split off. Used to. No, oh, never mind. And yeah, he, uh, he, he gestures you basically in, into the into the captain's quarters of the, at the back of the galleon, and um, as he kind of opens the door, this kind of woof of kind of like dust and kind of um, kind of a, a mouldy smell kind of comes comes out towards you, and as you as you peer in, you can see everything is covered in kind of like a layer of dust. Like no one's actually touched this for a very long time. I see. There's no skeletal cleaners on this galleon. Ah, no. And as you can see by my mop hand out there, all of our brushes have rotted away. You do know the dragon's asthmatic. <coughs> so I hear. Yes. <coughs> this won't he, do at all. Hmm. Do you have anywhere cleaner? And he um, he kind of he approaches the the windows at the at the back of the room, and he he sees, he points to you to says, large fellow over there. Would you be so kind as to hold those two doors open? Indeed. You go up and you hold the doors open, and the um, and he kind of like spins his arm around and just thrusts his hand towards the windows, 
they all kind of billow open and all the dust, because you're high up in the air and it's a bit breezy, the dust is sucked out the back of the boot. Uh, uh, and he pulls his hands back and the, the window is all shut. How'll be that? And as you can see, there is no dust anymore. I'm more concerned at how your hands stretched like that. Aye, when you've lived for 17 centuries, you pick up a trick or two. 17 centuries? Aye, aye. Impressive. Tis been a long time since I were birthed. Birthed? And a, even and not quite as long, but also a long time since I died. Right, so it is a curse. Mm. I'm getting my book out and I'm <laughs> writing things down. How did okay. you die? What? So at this point, Calbo and Capri are still out on the deck. They, they they aren't aware of kind of what's going on in the in the cabin at the back there. Don't worry, I'm um, not aware of what's happening in there. <laughs> <laughs> don't know the way you're shouting, mate. You're not aware of anything much at the moment. No. Sigvell's just walking around the cabin, runs his finger along the bench. Oh, this is very clean. I approve. Why, thank you, big man. I try to be as hospitable as I can. And as I say, you're the first guest I've had in here in... And he kind of taps against his skull. About 300 years. Seriously, though. How are you... Alive? How are we floating? Well, you see, there be... A long tale to be told about this. Before you tell this tale... I, I imagine it's going to bore me to sleep. Where are we headed? Wherever you want to go. I would assume you were going to Indilo's rest. Well, you assumed correct. On, carry on with your tale. Ask him where we're going. You're on the deck. <laughs> I'm shouting to you. Galbo, ro- roll me a constitution saving throw. Here we go. <laughs> go to sleep, please. <laughs> 20, I'm all right now. 20. You're, um, you, you, you're drunk, but you, you, you're pushing through. You've got your second wind. You're a little bit more coherent than you were two minutes ago. Almost like your liver is caught up with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and Capri, constitution saving throw? Twelve again. Twelve again. Yeah, you, you, you're carrying on. Nicely drunk. Hey! You, 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 you can hear from your pack a soft purring sound. No movement, but there is purring starting. Oh, he's having fun, listen. And I'd Mr. like to Fisk. the bag in, in Cowboy's face. Mr. Fisk, oh. my giant partner here asked you a question. I, I, I be telling you the tale. And he, um, he, he goes over to the, the, the large desk at the back of the room. Um, also, um, if you look, when you look at the desk as he goes towards it, you see there is a map of the area that makes no sense to you because it features the, the mountain and the, and, the, and the volcano in the middle of the desert that you know are there. But they're islands. And the map is actually the sea. Mm, weirdo. Um, <laughs> and he opens a, he opens a box, and you see there are multiple um, rings in there, all with different coloured uh, jewels in them. And he pulls the one out with the purple jewel, and he slides it onto his middle finger of his left left hand. And he goes, "Here's a trick I learned." And he waves his hand around, and you're all aware of this, no matter where you are on the ship. Um, Capri and Calibre, you see outside like this. The, the I can sk- smell gems. I'm about to come running in. No, no, you're not. You're fine. <laughs> I'm not coming running in at all. 
the um the the, the skeleton sailors on there just kind of look around and it's almost like they're rolling their eyes oh here he goes again um as he waves his kind of hand in a circle and the light changes and the 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 repair uh, the disrepair of the ship repairs itself and pulls around and you two that are outside you see that um water fades underneath the boat and the sky changes um you're at night now and but you can see the position of the stars has changed um and as you as you start to see the skeletons become men again and you two in the um in the office in the cabin you see the cr- the creator kind of comes around smoke kind of billows off him and you see a handsome man in his mid-thirties with a great big bushy beard. <laughs> we better start um, believing in ghost stories. We're in one. <laughs> Capri, exactly. can you see what I am seeing? Yeah, how much have we been drinking? Oh, this is great. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Let's take some all of, all, all, of the, all of their clothes are repaired. The rust has gone from their cutlasses. Um, the, the one with the mop, he's now got a mop head and a bucket. Um, everything just appears right. The parrot is the beautiful red and green plumage all over it. And uh, Creighton turns to you both and goes, Ta-da. We've all seen minor illusion spells. We're not in fixer anymore. And he uh, clicks his fingers and the window is open behind you and you get a view of the sea behind you. goes, oh no, this is a major illusion. Well, at least he admits it's an illusion. Of course in- it is. Impressive nonetheless. Anyway. Oh. Out with Let your me. tail. Yes. I I like to have a visual aid when I tell a story. Capri, fancy a swim? <laughs> I can't swim, friend. <laughs> you also don't like water as well. <laughs> one, one, of, one of the sailors puts his hand on your shoulder and just goes, nope, don't. Just don't. <laughs> you tried to swim. <laughs> First ever dragon in history to swim. Or fall to his death through an illusion. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he he kind of he kind of leads the two of you back out of the room. Right, follow me. I I, I will explain everything. And um, you yeah, you get a view and you see that just it is the sea as far as as uh, as the eye can see. Hell? The ocean as far as the eye can see. There you go. That's a better way of saying that. Um, you see in the distance there is another ship. Um, floating, and you see that uh, so, uh, sailors, or I keep someone to say soldiers, but they're not the sailors, running towards the cannons, and you hear a thunk, thunk, and a boom as the cannons start firing. Towards. So let me tell you this. He says, going back into the Billy Butcher voice, because he can't hold a West Country accent to save his <laughs> life. What a fucking DM I am. Sorry, neither can I. <laughs> Ari, what happened here, right, is we, uh, we were doing our thing. We were being piratey, and we were the best pirates to ever go across the Moran Sea. And the um, he, he yells, he yells up at the helmsman, "Ah, you blackguard! Bring us closer! Get us close in!" And you see the boat kind of pull towards it. What's the name of your ship? He's told the Dreadbeat. I forgot. I wasn't listening. <laughs> we weren't there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You were. Oh, he's quite, uh, I was there. He's quite sexy with skin, that one, the, the captain. Easy. He, 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 he comes towards you, Capri, he goes, "'Tis a glorious chase. This this be one of the best times of my life. I always felt the blood rush through my heart Ooh. as we came towards these ships. You had me ahoy. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and Put your fanny away. <laughs> <laughs> We're at sea, it's the clam. <laughs> 
I hate you lot so much. <laughs> I can almost hear the sea. <laughs> He's not allowed to drink again, Amy. Oh, you two just be quiet for a minute. <laughs> this is going to take the whole episode. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Please continue, Captain Fisk. Uh, I'll try my best. These are uh, strange, strange people you consult with. You well, offered them drink. This is what happens. They're our staff. We do apologise. My mistake. And he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he turns towards the ship and he holds his cutlass up. Are we be boarding ye? And um, the the ship comes closer and you see the uh, the sailors kind of run forward, hurling um, hooks with uh, with ropes on, trying to pull everything towards it. Um, he goes. This is a bit of stress relief. Do you want to join me? Are we to oh, commandeer it? A fight. A no. fight. We can we can do this. And he um he he he, he hmm? put he puts a hand on your cheek stick goes, Do I feel a bone? And you feel flesh against your hand. Oh, this is a long feel as real story. as anything. <laughs> well, I need to explain what happened, in what direction, at what time. Sounds like you could be in a circus troupe. And the, um, you, you hear kind of shouts from behind you. We're nearly there. We're about to board you. And, and he turns back to you. Who wants to kill something that don't exist? I like killing things that do exist. So let's <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go freaking in the rigging. I will look after the rum and the wine. <laughs> the, um, the, the the boats come alongside each other and gangplanks are, are set across. And uh, if you want to head over to roll 20, we're going to do a little bit of boarding. Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old-school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. Hey, it's Gadget here. Have you always wanted to learn how to play D&D? Are you enjoying our story and fancy giving it a try? Well, I'm offering beginner sessions and tutorials on how to play over at startplaying.games. I've put together some one-shot dungeon adventures where I'll teach you the basics of character creation, combat, exploration, and role-playing, all in a controlled, fun, and friendly environment. I've even put together a campaign based around the Dragon of Ice Spire Peak module that'll take new players from level 1 to killing angry dragons in no time at all. Head to startplaying.games forward slash GM forward slash gadget 8-bit to check out what I've got scheduled or to request a session. Ooh. So, um, yes, so you, 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 you come alongside this, um, uh, this merchant vessel. You see there are um, a load of the crew kind of on... On the on the deck with their weapons drawn, ready to defend against the um, uh, the incoming pirates. Uh, you're all stood on the deck. You have uh, Creighton next to you, and you have a gaggle of um, of pirates at your disposal to command as you wish. Um, and does everybody want to roll initiative? Uh, can we use the cannons? Just to show Maybe. you. Twenty. Twenty. Treble gets a twenty. Creighton got a 15. 
I got a 19. Stigvel got a 19. I got a 9. Bellwell got a 9. Brief? 12. Natural 20 was wasted on how sober I am. <laughs> uh, the pirate captain gets a 16. And the pirate captain, the ship captain that you're attacking. Uh, right, okay, and for the gaggle of pirates and the gaggle of deckhands on either side, there's the same amount for each side. Um, I'm just going to roll them in, in groups. So, pirates. Ooh, okay, so then it's the pirates. Uh, I think they got a six. And the sailors got a one. Okay, so... You can see on the on the deck of the ship that you're attacking, uh, there are barrels on fire. Uh, the ship's wheel has been destroyed, caught by cannon fire. You have um, you, you have sailors that are kind of pushing up to try and push away the uh, the gangplanks. Uh, the captain is stood by, uh, is stood on the top by the wheel. Can I, I just say how good your map looks, though? Mm, oh, thank you. Patreons will see this. Um. The, the captain is stood by, by the ship's wheel, uh, which, uh, as I said, is kind of broken and a little bit burning. Uh, on your side, on the dreadbeat, you have, on the top by the, by the ship's wheel, you have a man with the blunderbuss. You have uh, an uh, arbalist, so he has a crossbow. You have two with swords, no, uh, one with a club, and one with a sword and shield. So, um, you are also, as you are guests of Creighton, you are welcome to give orders. They don't necessarily have to listen to your orders, but you are welcome to suggest directions for them to go, depending on what's going to happen. I'm going to make this a very much an interactive battle. There's a lot going on here, and you're very welcome to enjoy this however you will. This fantasy, fantasy battle <laughs> on the high seas. Literally, the highest of seas. <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't be having any uh, novelty pirate hats, though. (laughs) Hats only mess my hair up anyway. So, Treble, you are up. You there, Arbalist. He turns you, aye, aye. Hand me that crossbow. All right, then. He kind of just hands you the crossbow and he pulls out a cutlass, so he's no longer an Arbalist, he is a cutlass wielder. Now I have a crossbow. Not as good as mine. Ho, (laughs) ho, Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Very good. I want to climb up the stairs. Climb up the stairs, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, 5, 10, 15, yep. And, and go as close as to the other boat as I can. What's your movement? Is it 30? Yes. 5, 10, 15. Okay, that's as close as you can get. How far can I aim this bow and hit something? Uh, I believe a crossbow is 60 feet. I better put it in my inventory, haven't I? Yep. So you can use it. Crossbow, hand. Just a hand crossbow. Yeah, crossbow it's a hand light. crossbow, yeah. Hand. Siggy, you still got your uh, crossbow, haven't you? Crosses bow, yeah. Right. So, closest pirate to me? Uh, that would be the captain. Ah. Oh. <laughs> you there, captain. And he, uh, he looks over to you there. Who, who let halflings on boats? He be leaving my ship alone. Who gave illusions so much sass? Illusion? What? Exactly. Fire the crossbow at him, please. Okay, roll me an attack roll, my boy. 
19. 19, that hits. You fucking better do. <laughs> Roll me some damage. Mm. Five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Okay. So you, you you just you reach up with a crossbow and just like nonchalantly as fuck just go ah, 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 thunk and it just like jumps into the shoulder of, of the captain. The captain is wearing leather armor, but you can see it's pierced in and he kind of grips and grips and pulls it out. There's a little spurt of blood that comes with it. Suck so on Captain. <laughs> uh, are you wanting to use any bonus actions or anything, or are we moving on to Stigveld? You do have Bardic Inspiration that you can give as a bonus action. Yes, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do it to my partner in crime. So how do you Well, how, he's not pissed. How do you inspire your best friend? I inspire him with a little limerick. Which is? There once was a Goliath named Stigveld. On a galleon he held the mightiest of axes, and then... I ran out of rhymes. And that is the story of Stigveld. <laughs> that was excellent, mother. Thank you. What was so that? So inspired. Inspired. <laughs> okay, Stigveld, it's your turn. Oh, inspired works. <laughs> yeah, he's the inspired Goliath, remember? We have an episode yeah. called that. Yes. Um, so, what am I? I can move 40 feet, can't I? So five. Yeah. I want to go into the ship, so okay. go towards so, um, this middle plank. So if you move towards next to the southernmost cannon, you'll see there's a little bundle of rope there if you want to um, have a bit of an Errol Flynn-style swing across. Did you say across. rope there? Rope there? I rope there? I don't, because I want to collect two cannonballs on the way past. Okay, that's five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Taking they're, next they're, to like, the they're like snooker balls to him. Yep. So as I walk past the, that little uh, crate of cannonballs, just pick so so for, 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 for the listeners here, imagine to a top-down view of a ship. There are four cannons on there. Each of the cannons has a has a collection of um, twelve uh, cannonballs with. And I'm just going to pick two of them up. Yep. Carry on walking across. Uh, so that's your forty feet. Right. Okay, so I've moved. I would like to. Um, can I go into rage now, or do I have to... No, you can go into rage now, yeah. I'll go into rage? Yeah. And I'll go into frenzy as well. Rage and a frenzy. Gives me an extra hit. Why not? Treat yourself while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, drop me cannonballs at the feet to start with. Okay. Thunk, thunk. I've just got them there. Have you not done a, a throw to see if he didn't drop them on his foot? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm... <laughs> They're not, not going to hurt he, his he, feet. He, he's a Goliath that's in he, He's mm. more, more likely to hurt the cannonballs if he, he drops them on his feet. He can do keepy-uppies with a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> Should have that keepy-uppie and a volley at one of the person's heads. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so Candy can draw it. <laughs> right, uh, so I can hit this person in the red, yeah? Cause they're with the nerd. Yes, you can, yeah. Right. You're right next to them. So we go with me uh, axe. Yep. That is uh, ten. Ten, that doesn't hit. Okay. He's inspirated, though, isn't he? <laughs> He's also got three attacks per turn, so just let him decide what he wants to do first. Extra D8 on the next throws. Do I do that? Can I get that for every throw? It's just one. What, if you use your Bardic Inspiration? Yeah. Uh, that's just for the next throw. Right, well, I've got 16 on this throw, so I'm pretty sure that's... Oh, so, so, that, so that one hits, right. second throw hits. Do you want to do the third throw, then? Um, no, let's, let's attack first. Okay. Can I attack and then go back to my last throw? 
No. no. You've basically you, you've lost your first one. Okay, yeah, so but I've got three season. throws. Yeah. So you know you're on your second. You're on your second of three. Yeah. So can I attack and then roll for the last one after I've attacked? Yes. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want to do. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we are on a twelve. We get a nine plus two, so eleven plus. Uh, two melee damage, so thirteen altogether. Thirteen. Um, you 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 just kind of walk up, just kind of like swinging your axe around, and you just like fucking chop his arm off and then chop his head off with just one motion. <laughs> and just the, the body slumps the floor, and you you hear you hear Creighton from behind you. Well done, lads. Carry on. Well, it's now I have a good idea of how much it takes me to kill someone. Um, they, they do all have different HP. I've actually rolled all of these ah, ones individually. Some may, some may take a bit more killing than others. This is because there isn't 25 on screen this time. Yeah, all the, all the ones in the last episode, they all had the same thing because I was not going to roll that many characters. Right, well, because I can't move any further, mm-hmm. I've already killed that person, I am going to switch my Great Axe for those cannonballs so I've got them yep. armed for the next attack. Okay, so is that your turn done then? Yes, that's my... Uh, Excellent, excellent. So the so the enemy captain sees you absolutely butcher one of his men. Ah, fo- focus on him! Focus on him! Oh, you come on, guys! Of, Just a bit you, of you fun. See, <laughs> yes, focus on him. All the others kind of turn to turn to look towards you, um, as they have obviously also just seen you absolutely brutalize one of, one of their shipmates. Uh, he is go- the captain is going to move towards the top of the stairs and face down upon you and he is going to use what did I equip him with? I think I equipped him with a pistol uh, no I didn't, I equipped him with a whip what's the range on that one? Oh, I, just, I have just realised that I've left myself very open to 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 is that 8 people <laughs> <laughs> So he reaches there, it's ten foot away from you, so he can hit, try and hit you with his whip. And I am going to keep saying it whip. Because I find <laughs> it's funny. Uh, right, what is that to hit? That is... Okay. Uh, ooh, 27. Yeah. I think that hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, you need to um, roll me... So you will take six damage. Sake. And you need to roll me a DC 15 Does he take damage in a, in a a fake thing? Yes, you just can't die. That's good to know. But you can be knocked out of this, effectively. That's good to know also. Um, yeah, roll me a, a strength saving throw. You need to get above a 15. Okay. Well, I got... 15 plus 4, so I'm alright. You're fine. Okay. So he, he, he just kind of, as, as you're brutalising, he's just kind of slowly walking down the stairs and he pulls a, pulls from his cloak a long, heavy leather whip and you just turn around just in time to see it and spin round and then whoosh, it just oh. kind of crocks you across the, the eyebrow. Smart. Whoopah. <laughs> you can't do anything right. <laughs> um, it's now Creighton's turn. So, so Creighton, very excited. He's feeling his face again. He turns to you, Capri, goes, Come on, let's have a bit of fun. Yes, come on, let's go. And he... Um, just start snogging. 
Yeah. <laughs> are, they, are they fighting or fucking? <laughs> and he used the first ten foot of his movement, and he's got two actions. First, he's going to use his first action to um, to just hold, hold down a, 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 a hold down a torch towards the cannon and blow a hole in the side of the ship. So this is so he reaches down and just you see where the captain was basically stood it just becomes splinters just absolutely just wrecks the stairs up towards where the um, uh, the ship's wheel was uh, and then he's going to use the remainder of his movement to get up behind Stigveld and he, uh, pat, he pats you on the shoulder Stigveld oh oh ain't it fun yeah, it's excellent hello captain you come oh, to join the fight absolutely um, um, what did I give him I've got too many windows open. I can't find his character sheet. <laughs> I did. I did have one for for creating. I definitely did. Uh, where's characters? See where this. Yes, there you are. We can use these characters. Aren't we? We're allowed to. We're allowed to control the ship crew. You, 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 you're you're allowed to issue them orders. Whether they follow them or not is up to them. But I want to uh, do do it, please. You want to do what? I want to issue them an issue them an order when it comes. It's got to be your time, turn, hasn't it? Time. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be on your turn. Oh, right, okay. So they don't get they don't get a go. They they, they, they get they, the pirates and the sailors all get a go. You on your turn, you can issue them orders, which they can they'll then execute okay, no, on their go. That's fine then. I thought do you, you have to do the orders in any particular like? Does, do they have to be first, or can you do that at any, at any point in your turn? Uh, just at any point in your turn. So even if you get to the end of your turn, you want to like back up something you've done you can give them all nice okay uh, so the the, the captain is going to pull out his, his pistol and he's going to aim it over at the the other captain um, and he and he just he looks at him and he goes lad I've killed you many a time I'm going to kill you again uh, he rolls for a natural one <laughs> <laughs> so he pull, he pull, pulls pulls the trigger <laughs> pulls the trigger and just the ball bearing just rolls out the end and falls onto the deck. <laughs> um, he, he looks back over you, Caprice. Uh, it's never happened to me before. <laughs> no letting your pencil out, Bean. I think your illusion might be fading a little bit. Arr, nah, it'd be fine, it'd be fine. It'd be me own fault. Always check your powder. And he uh, stuffs it back in. Capri, it is your turn now. Uh, so until now, I've kind of been more interested in the wine anyway, so I kind of hop up eagerly. Um, and I want to run over to the southwest cannon. Southwest, so the one that's right next to you. Yep. And I want to sort of look out and be like, uh, where, where's the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I> pisshead. <laughs> They're over here. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then can I use investigation to see if there's any gunpowder around? Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, roll me an well, on, on whose ship? On the enemy ship? On the baddie ship. Yep, roll me an investigation check. Ooh, I got a 23. 23. The, um, the crates on the furthest east side, uh, one of them contains several wraps of um, gunpowder. Can I still do an attack, or is that it? No, you've used your action. Okay. So you can still, you use the rest of your movement. You've only used five feet of movement. Um, no, I'll stay where I am. Right, okay. Galbo, you're on. So Galbo has fallen asleep. Uh, 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 what's going on? Hmm. Oh, is it me? Oh, 
Okay. Uh, what's the distance from Calbo to Treble? To Treble, don't you dare. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 feet. Ah, oh, okay. I've got 45. No, okay. That's not going to work. What are you planning to do? Are you going to hurl him over? Put him in a cannon. <laughs> Fire him across. <laughs> I, I I will say a category at this point. Funny as that may be, Treble or Clef is too big to fit in a cannon. Well, it's okay. That's that plan gone. Um, do you think I'm just think I'm just going to lay and let you do it? I don't I'll think you'd be able I'll, to put much of a fight against me. I'll fight you. We've done it before. I mean, the two you had such a shit fight against each other. Last <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Yeah, he's inebriated this time. Treble's only good for throwing over uh, hits. So I've had a bit to drink, so I'm going to go for the Errol Flynn manoeuvre if I can and swing across <laughs> to the ship. He's falling, he's falling in water. <laughs> yeah, but there's no water. That's going to be a really big acrobatics check. And really I have high acrobatics. Water. Are you going to hit the side of the boat, slide down it, just fall <laughs> to his death? And then ask him out of the battle. Well, the thing, the thing is, because he's been drinking, he is going to have to roll me acrobatics at a disadvantage. I've got plus four acrobatics. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, roll it twice, add that on, and take the lowest number. <sighs> and point your camera on your dice. A bit of fight, <laughs> a bit of fun. You shouldn't have got pissed. Uh, it's 11 plus 4 15 okay and give me another roll oh for fuck's sake 2 plus 4 is <laughs> he's six. going off he's going six. off the boat he's going off the boat <laughs> so it's 6 so you, so you stumble that's what the I people want you grab the rope I'm a drunken master here I come <laughs> jump back on the rope and you, and you, fl- you fly over the water and for a moment, you're in the air and you are the most graceful creature to ever exist in the Seven Plains as you slam into the side of the boat. Roll me, roll me a strength check. Please be low. He deserves this. 16 plus... Aww. 3, says so 19. Okay, see, so you manage to hold your grip on the rope but you are basically the two ships are still moving in the water and you are bouncing off the side of it and you're going to take 1d4 of damage from that Uh, you're going to take 2 HP damage can you put his icon in the middle of the ships please yes I can do (laughs) so you are right there basically just you are just you are clinging onto this rope until his next turn (laughs) bouncing off until your next turn (laughs) look at this just what I wanted Grayton just just stares at you and taps Stigveld on the shoulder and goes, and points down towards you. Um, He's the clown of the uh, circus. He's got these issues. (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) Right, okay, so now it is the pirate's turn. So I'll tell you what, because we didn't do it the first time around, if, does anybody want to give any of the pirates any orders now? And I'll, yes, I'll yes. ask them out. Yes, uh, I do. Future I, orders I, I have to come one. on your turn. I do want Stick can have it first, he asked first. Yeah. yeah. That cannon is pointed directly and towards two people. That top cannon. Top, top cannon, cannon, yeah, there's two people in its way. Yeah, so shoot at them, please. Okay, oh, so... You over there, shoot at these two here at the top. There's one in the green right. and the other... Right, okay, so he's going to do that. Um, right, seconds I need to work out. D&D cannon fire. Anyone give me a hug? Anyone? You'll be all right. 
Come on, silence that dragon. No one silence the great Gilboa. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to chuck some rum down? <laughs> he's hot in the ocean. I think he's hot enough rum. Right, okay, so, uh, yeah. Right, okay, I've got, I've got the damage that does. Okay, so, it's going to be a roll to hit. 14 plus 6 for the first one, and... Second one's a disadvantage. Okay, so the, um, the 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 pirate just turns the cannon, and you see these two that are running from the uh, from the bow of the ship towards it, and they kind of both scrabble and stop as the um, the torch hits the fuse. There's a there's a boom, huge um, amount of smoke, and a cannonball takes out the first one, just straight away through the chest. Nothing left of it. <laughs> the second one, the second one manages to dodge out of the way at the very last second. Um, but is basically sprayed in the guts and viscera of his of his crewmate. Excellent shot. My turn. You're welcome. You there, pirate. You'll have to define which pirate. <laughs> what the one closest to the, the one rope. closest to you, the, 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 the one, one that, the, the one that's the one closest with the to the, the No, the one that's closest to the rope is holding the dragon. Uh, that would be this one here in the blue next to the south cannon. Yep. Do us all a favour and cut the rope. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he looks at me and goes, "Ah, no, I know, I know, be murdering a crewmate." Thank this you. Is, this is an illusion. It's either you jump into the water or cut the rope. He just like gives you the finger and he just turns around. This is a terrible illusion. <laughs> Can't even have fun. That, that water, though, underneath that water is is nothing. Is nothing. So yeah, but he doesn't fall. Die in real life. Yeah, but he, will, no, he will die if he does that. <laughs> He's a dragon. I don't have wings. <laughs> Grow them. <laughs> as, yeah, as he's fallen to the floor, he's just like, I believe in you. But, yeah, <laughs> Release this your is the moment. This is the moment in the film where his wings pop out of his, finger, <laughs> out of his arm and he realises he can fly. And I've made you better. And it was I all believe all along. I can fly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. In a... The real thing. You there next to the rope, pull him up. And he, um, you're right, you are. And he kind of moves over. And he is going, because it's, it's he's basically having to, like, try and catch over. On this, isn't it? Yes, stretch over. So he's going to roll a dexterity. God forbid you fall in. And he gets a, <laughs> he gets a three. So he kind of just tries to reach it and he just can't get Please it. Please let him fall in. <laughs> I want someone to fall in. No, he's not falling in. I can make someone oh, fall in. Please, just, I just want to see what happens. Well, bear in mind, the pirates on your side are the skeleton crew. I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> Remember, he's treble. He doesn't care about humans. Never mind skeletons. True. Or dragons. Uh, right. Are, are, are there any more orders to give, or can the uh, pirates take their turn? No. Okay. Candy, any orders? No. Okay. Right, okay. So She's we're not even looking. With- we're going to start with the northernmost one. He is he is going to just basically run across there, which expends all of his movement because he's wearing heavy armor. The one next to him is going to move over there, and he is going to take a swing with his club at the sailor on his opposing side. He gets a natural one, so he misses. Oh, these pirates are not very good, are they? Um, the one that's, that fired the cannon, he is going to stay where he is for the sake of cannon purposes. Um, and the the one that is to the south of him is going to move behind um, Creighton, but obviously can't pass through him. The one at the top of the blunderbuss, he is going to move. Uh, isn't he's going to take a dash action 
and move right the way across. Um, but that uses all of his actions up, but he's now in a position to start firing. Okay, and now it is the sailor's turn. So the one that has just been missed by the club. I appreciate this. Probably wouldn't be confused to listen to one of the podcasts, but trust me, I'm in control of this. Uh, he is going to take a swipe, and he gets a seven, so that's a miss. The Adam one that dodged, his own illusions. <laughs> the one that dodged out the way of the cannonball uh, is going to move towards the armored pirate that has just made his way over, and he is going to take a swing with his sword, which he hits with a natural twenty, so that is two d six. And he gets a 10. So um, the, uh, the pirate with the sword kind of runs up to... Uh, sorry, the sailor with the sword runs up towards the armoured pirate. Uh, the pirate tries to parry away the blue with a shield, but ends up, ends up kind of mistiming it and just gets a stab to the gut. And he just kind of collapses down onto his knees and just the illusion fades off him and he becomes a skeleton again. And after a kind of a moment, he gets... Oh, and he kind of gets up and huffs back over to the, uh, to the original ship he's out of the battle now. Think of this like paintball when they die they just basically are removed from the battle. <laughs> What's going on up there? Silence. Um, You're back up now. No, no. no I'm so, not. Oh no he didn't get him did he? No. So <laughs> there are two, two now coming towards Stigveld one with a sword. Really? Uh, does, he, does he get a plus he gets a plus six. Uh, so that's 17. Does that hit you? Yes. It's one d six plus four, uh, so he gets an eight on you. So he kind of runs up and just swipes across uh, across your stomach. Ah. The one next to him is uh, oh shit, that one's a caster. Forgot about that. Are they too? They might be too close to you. Um. Yes, they because they run right up to you. They're going to be too close to you, so they're just going to attack you with their dagger. Um, rather than try and cast a spell, because the only spells they've got uh, need to be a little bit further away to be used. Uh, and that is a 22. Why are you getting all the good rolls on me? You're in the way, and you've probably got the most health. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, four damage onto you, so um, he kind of, as you're kind of reacting from the swipe across your stomach, this one comes up and just kind of like tries to stab oh. you in the side. Doesn't really get anything major, just kind of it's in between in the soft bit underneath your ribs not looking too good here guys what's your HP uh, and speak for yourself is... <laughs> <laughs> that is the uh, sailor's turn so treble you you are back in business again um because of treble's nature now oh bear with me <laughs> he's slightly jealous that this pirate can conjure up such a magnificent stage performance you know what he's like. Oh no! And he's still kind of bitter that Quattro's dead. We seem to have forgotten about it. Treble then asks, "Who here has those special cards you were given?" Oh shit! Stigveld has them. Me, a bit far away. <laughs> I'm very good at catching. A card? A deck of cards. You could die here, like literally die. And it's very windy up here. I reckon I could catch them. I, I, I don't want to throw the card. I don't want to waste the card. Well, I'm you not, have to throw him the deck because, because I'm not doing to, it. I'm sorry, to, I'm not doing it. For him to take the card, he has to because, draw from because it. Because this is just a bit of fun. We can't die. I'm not wasting the mecha- deck of many things. I'm risking dropping them 
over the edge. Is there actually a death in the deck of many things? Yes, there is. I drew it first time for a joke. And how did, how did you not die? Oh, we, it, we, no, we, 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 we weren't Oh, in real, in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah real we life. weren't in the game. It's, it's, not, it's not strictly a death card. You basically have to battle death. I will let, you, I will lose, let you play you with the card at some point, but not at the risk. When you know it's necessary. Not, yeah, when it's necessary, not at the risk of them dropping out of the sky. And you just know what them. Treble's like. He's, he's getting very <laughs> frustrated. You've got... Because use your Thunder Wave. That's a class spell. He won't reach. He won't reach over there. Yeah. Uh, you have movement. Yeah, I know. Mm. Mm. How far can I walk? 40 feet. Yeah. You cut crossbow as well to long distance, haven't you? Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think. Um, and a boomerang. Also, also, also remember this bit. This bit of the ship, the steps down here are destroyed. So if you come across the top uh, where the ship's wheel is, you have to come over the other side. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can. Ca- where's that captain? Point to the captain again. Captain's down here. Yeah, you could you could hit the captain the way from there. Yeah, go there then. Oh, to as far, close as I can get to that captain because he's got his sights. Yeah. You know he wants to be the leading man at 10, all times. 15, 20, 25, 30. You can get to there. Yeah, you can I can, if you want, I'll, I'll give you a free action to try and help Calbel. <laughs> if, if it's free, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a free action. Now me a dexterity check. Okay. And what, I want to get him back up so he's stop shouting. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I'd be, I'd be frightened as well. 17. 17. You um you you pick you pick up one of the hooks that we use to kind of pull the uh, the, the one other of boat the across. I'm still hooks. here. Fuck's sake, hook. H o o k. Oh, I didn't know what you said. No, I didn't know you said that song. You know, like Captain Hook. Sentinel. I weren't taking piss out of your accent. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't know what you said. The, 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 you pick up one of the grappling hooks that we used. Um, when one of the hooks. Try, trying to <laughs> board over. <laughs> you spin it round on its rope and you swing it forward and it and it ho- uh, hooks around the rope that. Calbo was hanging from and you pull him back across and he lands to the ground with a clattering thud and then I say to him now we're even for the mountain battle Mm. (laughs) excellent right now for my real action now he's back in the ring taking another swing Um, right captain captain my captain (laughs) (laughs) have you ever dealt the glorious feeling of 9,000 volts of electricity passing through your torso. He's literally not listening to you. He's more intimidated by Stinkfeld at Hello! This point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little one's speaking to you. Pay attention to him, you ignorant Captain fuck. T- Captain cap- cap- turns around. Who brought a child with you? You I thought you were pirates. You made this joke last time. <laughs> Thunder wave that motherfucker. <laughs> Okay, so that is a 15-foot cube with a range of... 48, I've got to do. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Thunder's Force, we switch Richard for you. Must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. Right, okay, so... Uh, right. So, he has to make a saving throw. Do I have to roll 2d8s? N- not yet. Give me a second. Okay. Uh, On this app, I, can, I, can, I didn't realise I could do... Many at once. So it's Constitution. What is Con plus one? Right. Okay. Uh, what was the DC again? Sorry. Four uh, D eight. No, no. That's that's your damage. I've, I've oh. got to make a saving throw here. Let me see. Let me see. Spells. Spells. Thunderwave. Con eighteen. Shit. Yeah. Constitution eighteen. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Okay. No, I don't think. Uh, it's no way he's blocking this. Okay. He gets he gets eleven. So yeah, yeah. roll me two d eight. 
Here we go, two at once. Oh, hang on, so it's a so it's a fifteen foot cube as well. So you're also yeah. going to get other people. That one. So he needs to roll a con. Uh, he doesn't save either, and this one. Uh, he doesn't save either, so you're going to have to roll sixty-eight. Wow. Six. Oh, no, sorry, no, no, sorry, two, sorry, two, two d eight, and they all take the same damage. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Fourteen. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's it. So the um, thunder. The one that, thunder. Way. So the. the the one to the right of the captain, uh, he's just flat out dead. Excellent. Uh, the, the, <laughs> That's the third creature I've ever killed in my career. The, and it's the an one, illusion. <laughs> the one who took a sword swipe at Stigveld, um, he is looking very, very hurt right now. And the captain who takes 14. It's going to look even more uh, hurt on my so turn. I also so want to use my cantrip after this. Okay, so the cap, so the captain just like stands there, as the kind of the thunder kind of shutters through them, and uh, yeah, what do you use? Uh, Vicious you, mockery. Is that as a bonus action? Yeah, it's a cantrip. Yeah, and bonus action. Hang on, there's your bonus actions. I don't think you can. No, no, you you can't. So you can do two actions. Can't cantrips, but you just yeah, then you're not limited actions. to how many times you can use it, whereas you are. With Probably yours. told me this before. Yeah. So you've yeah you've you've, you've okay, used your then. action. Okay. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna t- as as an action that I can do. I'm gonna tell the closest pirate to the captain on our side. Yeah. Which is what? What, uh, what class is it? Uh, he is he is a fighter class, so he's got a sword. Does he have any throwing things on him? Yeah, he has a throwing dagger. You there, dagger Aye. Aye. How's your aim? Aye. Okay, and your, your English is palpable. Um, <laughs> throw a dagger at that weakening guy next to my firm friend Stigveld, the one that's okay. looking rather dazed and confused. Sorry, okay. Stigveld, I'm taking it. Well, he, he, he will do that on his turn. <sighs> but what if there's nothing there? What if someone else has stood there? It's going to Trust me. He's got his own agency. He might decide not to listen there to you. There ain't going to be nothing there. <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah. yeah, but what if you're stood there and he throws a dagger in the back of your head? <laughs> Ow! That was great, Treble. You're welcome. So, uh, Stigveld, is your turn now. All right, so we're going to turn to the guy in front of me. This yep. But uh, Treble just hit slightly. Barely. And that is going to be a... Backhanded slap off the boat. Fourteen? <laughs> 14 hits, yes. Uh, okay, so I'm going to take both cannonballs and smash them on either side of its guy's temple. <laughs> I like it. Uh, sure, roll me some damage. Uh, what? Just a D8. D8, yeah? Yeah. The rule is, though, Stigveld, you have to draw this. <laughs> an 8. <laughs> you got an 8. That's coming yeah, out. you you just smash those cannonballs together so hard they kind of crumble in your hand, and just you kind of pull your hands away, and it's just like blood and gu- and gore just like stretching out between them. You want a sonic boom from that? <laughs> the cannonballs are just ground to dust. It's, it seems sometimes Stigveld is, is so gentle and nice, and so, it's just so great. This this is the kind of thing where. He'd have all that blood on his hand and they just wipe it over his face and like, whoa, Pete! <laughs> when, when he gets into fights, it's a different, he's a different man. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's so nice when he's talking oh, to him. Oh, how did you like that, Fisk? Oh, he's kind of like almost in shock at seeing the blood and viscera. He's like, oh, you, you make a fine pirate. Oh, yes. He's too big for the decks. 
Uh, hello, Captain. Walk over to the captain. Okay, and the captain's like kind of like starting to quake a little bit, and he's going to take a con saving roll to see if he's frightened. Um, Eighteen. No, he's fine. Um, I'm going to have to use a action here, and I have to equip my axe again. Yes. Yep. So one action is to equip my axe, and one action yep. is to attack. Excellent. So roll me, roll me an attack roll for your axe. Um, let's see. Uh, that's seven plus two, but I've got. I can use that D eight. Fourteen. Fourteen does not hit. Ah, so, so as as, he, as you kind of walk up and swing your axe towards him, he kind of breaks out of his kind of like sudden fear and just kind of dodges out the way of your um, of your axe attack. Can you grapple still? Not now. He will need to use an action to do it. But yes, he can still he can still do grapple, but he'll have to do it on his next turn. Um Yes, yeah, so that's all your actions done. Um so he that is now the captain's turn and he is going to what weapons did I give him? Uh Desert he Eagle. <laughs> no, he'd snap a Desert Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> uh he is because you're you're kind of now looming over him, he's going to use his multi attack. Which is one attack with the whip and two with his rapier. So first of all, the whip. Whoopa! Natural one doesn't hit you. You. <laughs> and the rapier. Fucking crap, isn't it? Uh, thirteen and an eight oh, plus seven, so it's twenty and. How'd you get eight plus seven? Because he's a really high-level pirate captain. Where did they come from, plus though? Like, pirate school. Pirate college. Pirate base. <laughs> no, no, I was just, I was just interested, because obviously we get, like, initial, you get your, your hour throws plus one thing. I'm just wondering where that extra... Yeah, yeah, so yes, yes, his are plus seven. Um, yeah, so we have 13 plus seven and eight plus seven. Oh, okay. So that would be a, a 20 and a 15. Uh, 20 hits, 15 doesn't. Okay. Uh, and that is that's just a straight eight damage you take. So he he he, he, sw- he swings the whip around and you kind of dodge to the side as it kind of cracks down. You see like it makes an imprint in the wood behind you on the on the floor, and then he kind of drops the whip, pulls the rapier out, swipes once. You dodge to the side again, and as you move back, he catches you on he catches you on the backswing. Ah, Fisk! I thought this was meant to be a bit of fun. Ah, it's not fun if it's not dangerous. Getting a bit hurt here. Don't like getting hurt. Well, fight better. What's your HP again? Fight better? Did you just <laughs> see what I just did to that man's head? Ah, <laughs> yes, but I saw what the captain did to you. Not a lot, Oodles. Mm. <laughs> the captain is going to move... Uh, one, you guys need to come three. over here and kill some people. You, <laughs> you, you I'm, also, I'm, I'm at heal you next turn, don't worry. The, the captain has moved. You have an attack of opportunity, Stigfeld, as well, if you want to roll an attack. All right. Because he has foolishly moved away from the front of you. Yeah, I forgot I could do that. Um, is that just a d20? That's just a just straight d20, no bonus to the attack. 17. 17, that does hit. So if you want to roll me some damage. That's a 7. 7. Okay. So uh, as as the pirate captain then decides, his nerve kind of breaks a bit, and he kind of mo- tries to dodge the side to run away from you. And as he does, you just kind of lift your lift your axe, and he just dodges into it, <laughs> cut, cut, putting a deep cut into his side. Don't go too far. 
There's now a little bit of blood falling after him. Um, it is now Creighton's turn. Uh, he is going to move forward, and he's going to take a shot with his... Uh, move forward, and next to you again, Stigvall. He kind of taps you on the back. All right, I'll be showing you how it's done, lad. And he uh, pulls pulls his piss... No, he pulls his rapier out this time. Um, it's Creighton's character sheet. Yeah, he pulls his Hope you've uh, loaded your gun out. properly this time, Captain. <laughs> uh, he's not using his gun... <laughs> <laughs> he gets a nine. Uh, so he 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 misses the captain wildly. Yeah, not again. <laughs> what was that you were saying? <laughs> All right, I'd be a bit rusty at this. It's been 200 years since we did this. Well, here's um, his yeah, he only gets the one attack. I could take okay. over this vessel. <laughs> uh, Capri, it is your turn. Uh, so I want to run, and when I say run, I want to stagger just um, slightly south of the southeast cannon. But as I go, I'm kind of like, Whoa, uh, <laughs> like with the, uh, yeah. the ship, I trip over Calbo <laughs> and kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of flatten uh, Oodles. I've got the name. Treble. I kind of flatten Treble, and I shout uh, to the captain. Treble. Ca- Trevor, roll, roll me a deck saving roll. She doesn't deserve it. She forgot my character's name. You guys would be dead for re- me, wouldn't you? We've been doing this for <laughs> half a year. Yeah. <laughs> what am I rolling? Uh, deck saving. Oh, for each other. Dexterity. <laughs> 20. Okay, you are not knocked prone. You might you might just stay upright. And I, and I just look down at her and go, pathetic. I just shout to the captain, Sorry, captain, I think I squashed the parrot. And the parrot. <laughs> the parrot. He is bereft of life. <laughs> <laughs> he is a late parrot. He has ceased to be. <laughs> an ex parrot. And then I'd he like to. He is eat. a parrot no more. <laughs> Molly! Um, I'd like to use Create Bonfire to hit those crates that had begun. Ooh, what, what is the range on Create Bonfire? So the bonfire itself. Um, Oh, so the range of that is 60 foot. Yeah, okay, you can hit it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you create bonfire. Um, how are we going to work well, this? Well, the bonfire itself does damage to people. I mean, people these are wooden fight. vessels, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the bonfire itself will hurt anything without five foot, but it also does set fire to anyone, anything flammable. So I'm hoping it's going to work. The whole boat. <laughs> or at least okay, so... Does the boat have health? <laughs> yes, the boat has health. What? Oh, now he tells us. Because Alda's been slashing at the boat. <laughs> I mean, it's like a thousand health points. You're not going to kill Oh, take us assault. long. We could do this in two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. So, yeah. So, so, so the fire starts to lick up at the side of the, of the crate. And you can see the wood starting to warp a little. And um, the effect of that will be saved till its next turn. But you can see you can see that the um, the, the fire has taken on these on, on these crates and the, and the, uh, the cap the the captain that you're attacking and turns around and goes, oh oh shit shit and um, that will be the end of your turn Calbo. Well, I want to have a second attempt at running <laughs> swinging across to the ship, and I've had a roll of that's uh, a roll. I've had a puff of my bushweed as well to help. If you fall in again this time. Okay. It's not gonna happen. Give, give me a give me a dex roll. This is plus four. Uh, sorry, sorry. This is plus Athletic, four this yeah. time. You're still disadvantaged. Yeah, you're still disadvantaged. 
14. Plus roll. Do one more roll. <laughs> Three. <laughs> it's going back in! It's going back in! Double you wind up. You wind up in exactly the same position you were before. Roll me a strength check. <laughs> Roll me a strength check to see if you hold on. He's basically a hobnob, isn't he? Now just getting double dunked. I got an actual one. <gasps> down to Davy Jones, you go. He's going down. He's going down into the locker. He's out. Surely he's out of this illusion. Come on. Yeah. You do, you you lose grip of the rope, you fall <laughs> through the water yes! and out of the battlefield. No! It's first, it's first death, but it's a fake one. Well, I hope it's a fake thing. one. That was a that was a real one, wasn't it? If he falls through the Yes. He's dead! Well, we'll have to work that out. Oh my god, I were joking! Thanks, Adolf. Oh my god! Captain! If we fall off this ship, what happens? Ah, right, you fall down. Oh, you, oh, ye, ye. lads, we might need to make a trip back and search the desert for a bit and <gasps> see if we can find what's left of them. <laughs> Shit, we better. Well, let's finish. This. We need to make quick work of this. <laughs> oh my god! You're gonna have to come back. And the, there's me like R two D two, my legs sticking out of the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's that's the art for this three, episode. Three for this for, li- for the listeners, um, perspective here. There is three planks across. That they could, he could have walked across any of them. He had to show off. Which is Captain Jack Sparrow? Acrobatic. I'm a martial artist monk. I you can are swing. drunk. I can fly. Captain Jack You're Pigeon. That's what happens, isn't it? Alcohol's bad for you, kids. You've got a face full of sand, so be quiet. Uh, right, okay, hang on two seconds. I need to work out whether this will actually If he's dead you. or not. <laughs> just exactly. look, you can, uh, let's just roll with it. Vicky's out. We're going to have to create another character for it. Vicky's out for the rest okay. of the episode. <laughs> His brother, Balbo. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, at the end of a fall, the creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage for every 10 feet it fell to a maximum of 20d6. You said we are so high up. You're, 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 you're about 100 feet in there. <laughs> 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 you're dead. <laughs> okay. You died at sea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe I can join the uh, the cabin crew. Skeleton. Joint. All right. So we we are going to work this out now. You didn't see this coming, did you, Gadget? I fucking did not. <laughs> if only there were sand boats that could just drift across the sand. Uh, I oh, am going you to fucking idiot. Unless I You're land, an idiot. maybe I can land on a trader in his camel. Okay, so shotgun his gems. <laughs> <laughs> so, Calbo, um, what is your HP? Your total HP? Well, considering we haven't had a rest yet, it's normally thirty-nine. It's not now, is it? What is your current HP? Twenty-three. <gasps> Twenty-three. He is dead, mate. We've killed okay. him. We've killed him. Um, well, he's right. killed. He's killed him. So he died we- what he loved doing. Drinking. <laughs> Acrobatics. So, Smoking and swinging. <laughs> the worst monk in history. <laughs> if you if you if you move over to roll twenty, I'm going to roll this do, do this roll and roll twenty. Oh 
So if you look on roll twenty and you click the uh, three lines in the top in the top corner, which brings up the uh, the menu. The, the menu page, and go to the chat icons. You'll see uh, I've had rolls for Kraton and, and stuff like that, and just I just uh, can't believe this. I can't believe you've done this. I'm going to roll ten d six now. There's also a cat on someone's head. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Where am I looking? Ross so if, you, if you look on roll twenty and look into the chat function on it. Oh, roll twenty. Sorry, I was looking at D and D Beyond. He's probably on Netflix, isn't he? Shut up. <laughs> And I need to bring the chat back up because I've had that closed down. Yeah. Where's the option for that? It's uh, the, the, uh, three three lines in the top right-hand corner. Candy's lost a drinking buddy. Got another one, though. Yeah. Hold on. I, I, I can't go with another funeral this soon. <laughs> yeah, got it. Got it. So you, so you can see where I've been doing dice rolls off D&D Beyond, yeah? Yep. Okay, so I've got the advanced dice ruler open. We have 10d6 queued up. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to see if Calvo is lucky enough to survive a fall from 100 feet in the air. No! You are bending the rules. No, this this is not me bending the rules. Oh, is this actually a rule? This this is fall damage in D&D. Right, fair play. Okay. 1d6 of damage for every 10 foot you fall. (laughs) It's got 29 health. He's got 29 health. This is worse than when you... This is more tester <laughs> when you drew the deck. While you're falling, why don't you pull them cards out? Oh, he hasn't got the cards, has he? Oh, shit. Yeah, throw in the cards. <laughs> throw in the cards. <laughs> you, yeah, who's, who's strong? Who can throw in the cards to get to be quick enough? It's not his turn. So, okay, uh, and you see you've got 29 HP remaining. Mm-hmm. I can't believe No, this. 23. 23 HP remaining, okay. I can't believe so, this. Rule of thumb is death in D&D works in the way that you either hit zero hit points and you get three death saving rolls, okay? Uh, if you fail all th- fail three of them, if you succeed in three of them, you get back up. If you fail in three of them before you succeed in three of them, you die. Oh, God. Or, this is Biggie for six months. Just, just, yeah, just, I'm, just I'm confident f- with my dice. <laughs> just, well, it was nice knowing you. Yeah, just let me finish. Or if your health goes to minus your total HP, so you what's your well that's what your max HP is thirty nine, is it? But if yeah. if I wasn't hurt, yes. Yeah, so if you get to minus thirty nine, you die. Oh my god! <laughs> so I hope you've got you, a backup character planned. Yeah, of course I have. It's not it's, it's not a Gundam, is it? So I'll be very jealous then. Okay, folks, here we go. We're going to roll to see if Calvo survived his fall. And let me, I'm, I'm just guessing now, but when you edit this gadget, the music's changed. It's got a bit more somber, hasn't it? <laughs> it might be a drum roll. It might be a very long drum roll. <laughs> oh, it's Disney's It's a Small World After All. <laughs> Eris is theme. Here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. 39. So 23 minus 39. He's dead. No, he's he's, he's in death saving. Oh, my. Now he's got to roll three. So, so yeah, Calvo, your your HP is minus 16. Okay. Oh, my God. So you are no longer in this fight. On your on the, on the next time it comes around to your turn, we'll be doing death saving rules. I can't. Okay? How can we concentrate now on this fight, knowing that our friend might be dead because he were showing off? Just out of curiosity, whilst this is happening, what are the options in the cards? Who's got them? 
<laughs> you haven't got them, you're falling Not off. me, but can they draw a card to save me? Um, <sighs> let me draw it, please. I've been gagging. <laughs> Hang on. I will, there may be a card that might save you. Could die as well. <laughs> well yeah, oh, no. exactly. That's the problem. So I think the, the the only card that would probably save you would be the wish card. And that's if the person wants to use a wish on that. Is there anything <laughs> yeah, Prosopine can do? There's not really, is there? He's no. still a bit... Prosop, Prosop, your Prosopine's still injured. Yeah. He's out of it. How about that dead pirate? <laughs> Why did you have to show off? What have you done? What have you done? So while this, while this is going on... I can't believe you, this. Into the second <laughs> episode of like... Oh, what is effectively I was joking when I was going to cut the rope. <laughs> God almighty! Okay, so I'm going to quickly move through the pirates here. The, um, the one with the club. as exciting as this. The one with the club is going to attack. He gets a natural 20. So that's 2d6. Uh, he scores 11, which kills the one in front of him. So he just swings around and caves in the skull with the club. Um, the... Uh, the one that, um, that uh, st- <laughs> the one that was given orders from Treble to throw um, throwing knife. daggers yeah. is going to throw. He's got two actions, so he's going to throw two throwing daggers. Nice. Uh, Twenty and nineteen. They both hit the captain. Good. Uh, what are throwing daggers? Uh, who are throwing daggers? Uh, okay. One. That Calbo NFT is going to skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he takes another nine damage in total. Uh, so it takes him down there. Okay. He's gonna fuck up our merch a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, we we'll just have to we have to recall them and send them back with a cross in it. Big <laughs> <laughs> <Should they> recall. <laughs> just play a, a uh, another Dragon Ball Cowboy's brother. Bal 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 Ginger Merkin. <laughs> and we'd still be Grey Merkin. This is brother. So the the one with the blunderbuss um, is going to take a shot over the top. Um, I that you needed to do the best. He scores a five, so it doesn't get anything. Uh, do we have any more pirates left? We have, oh, we, we have one with a cannon. He has seen what uh, Capri has done, so he is going to move down to the south cannon, and he is going to take it, and he's going to gently help this fire along a little bit. Um, and that is an 18, so that will hit. So the explosion will take out... So, yeah, so he, fire, he fires the cannon at the crates of gunpowder, and you see this kind of whoosh and this blast of explosion, um, which this one is going to roll a saving throw... Which he fails, so he's going to take. And I, I've got a thing here. So that's D8. It's two D8 because he fails. So he's going to take nine damage. So he does survive it, but it kind of blasts him and it knocks him forward ten feet. Uh, and he's very injured. And the pirate that is up on the top there, he is going to roll his save, um, and he fails as well. So it's two D8. Uh, oh shit! And he is killed. So he, um, so the so the explosion kind of blasts him. Oh, he's on your side, Capri. He just likes people dying. 
So he he's blasted. You see, kind of like the he's like screaming in pain as the flesh kind of fades away, and he just then stops screaming. He's like ah ah ah, and he gets up and walks back over to the dread beast. I'm still confused over who was who. I'm still a bit uh, drunk. Uh, Fisk, <laughs> Fisk. I I'm Hardy. Do we have to carry on with this because our friend's just fallen off your ship? <laughs> ah, he'll be fine. We'll. We'll come back around and scrape what's left of them off the uh, off the desert. Yes, off the face of the earth. But do we really have to carry this on? And he uh, he sits and thinks for a moment. He goes, "I oh, know. I I see your point. I see your point." And he um, he, Wh- he ush- what he means is get on with the story. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he ushers you both back over to the dreadpunk, and he kind of um, washes his hand around, and the the ship that you were attacking fades away to nothing. And in, fr- in front of you um, appears a, a regal-looking woman. Mm. Goes, I'll skip ahead, I'll skip ahead. And he, and he kind of <laughs> turns around and, uh, and he points out, this woman, we're in the old on this ship. And uh, she had this to say to me. And um, she starts to speak in a rather regal and elegant voice. And she's uh, her hair is immaculately done. She's wearing kind of a black... Um, a black dress with a large kind of pendant um, which glows faintly with magic power and she and she t- she turns to the captain as if as if watching a st- like a scene from a, um, a a memory and she turns to him and and she says to him says you, ca- you can't attack me I'm on a mission of the greatest importance y- you you will be you will be cursing this world if you if you carry on with this piracy and he he looks over and says ah I be a pirate and I be doing what exactly I want. So I hand over everything, and he kind of pulls the gem necklace off a off uh, uh, from around her neck, and she kind of and you can see kind of the rage building up in her. Don't you understand, you fool? You are this. The sea will be drained. We will be destroyed. Our way of life will end as we know it. I have to complete my mission. And he and he grins, and you see the gold tooth kind of appearing. And he goes, "Our no mission is greater than that of gold." And she goes, "You silly, silly fool!" No, it's like a minus curse. And the um, and you see her kind of like reach down, and you see her um, just kind of. She looks up, and her eyes have gone white, as if the pupils have just faded away. So yeah, she she looks up, and her eyes go white. And you all hear this, not from her mouth. Her lips don't move, but you all hear it in your head. Calbo doesn't. Well, Calbo I just hear whistling of wind going past my ears. <laughs> trying, trying to determine if that house plant is, is your friend or not. Nope, Hitchhiker's Guide. Nope, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got it, I got it. Yeah. Um, just, you hear mournful. You hear inside your skull the following. To death I'm lame, the life will drain. For eternity, you will sail this sea. Till Kiralf dies, burn my eyes. And dead you'll be a curse upon thee. Anyone else got an add on? Get <laughs> <laughs> myself. And as, 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 you, as, the, the voice, as, as the voice dissipates from the back of your head and fades away, um, you see within the memory that's standing in front of you, an arrow pierces into her chest and she lurches back and this pulse of green energy comes out of you and you watch 
as the uh, from the memory, the, the the flesh of the remaining pirates just kind of flares off, and they become back to how you encountered them at first. And uh, and um, Creighton t- turns to you all, and this you watch as his kind of face goes sad, and then the flesh kind of just fades back to the skeleton. And even though it's just gone to his skull, you can see that the sad look effectively has remained. Well, skeletons look sad anyway. And he and he just he kind of bows his head and goes, "I was a fool." I didn't believe a word she was saying. Ah, and she, uh, she right cursed us. You were and, um, fucked up. Before we go on any further, Cal will roll your first death saving roll. One second. So, you, so it, okay, enough of your sob story. Our friend fell off your boat. <laughs> so uh, roll a d20, Calbo, and you need to get above ten. <laughs> Natural 20, babe. Woo! Okay. One. And we basically, we basically do I love how you show the dice there. Like, I could just, I could roll a one count. and then go, it's a 20 by showing the I know, but I just picked it. I'm honest, mate. I'm just I know. I just, I just love the fact that you like, you show the dice to us like it's. If I was faking this, I would not be fucking falling right now. <laughs> if you keep pointing at the camera, you'll lose your dice. You'll drop it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, That's cut as yeah, a natural cr- one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Creighton kind of taps you on the top of the head, so aye, 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 I know, and he kind of does his best impression of a whistle that he can without lips, which is actually just clacking of his like teeth. <laughs> well, he also has no lungs either, so oh. there's no air coming out of him. And um, the the, uh, the the parrot can, this parrot skeleton just kind of flies up and on top of the... Um, the the uh, the ship's wheel. Instantly, we're out of um, fight now. Um, oh, and and the, and you feel you feel the ship list as it kind of turns hard on itself as it starts as the crew start to scour the desert looking for Calibo. And he, um, yeah, Creighton turns to you and goes, "This Kirelth, it be uh, be an ancient evil, and it drained the sea, as was promised." She were right, I were wrong. And you can see that his kind of his mood and his demeanour have gotten soft. His shoulders are kind of hanging lower. Um, I told you it was a curse. Is there, um, you ever looked in a way to lift the curse? Aye, aye, we be, we be have. Curse be tied to uh, Kirelth. Kirelth needs to die, and then we can die. Where is this Kirelth? Well, good luck with that. We don't know. The uh, that weird woman. She uh, she had the only map. We don't even know what order she were from. We've been searching for them for seventeen centuries. Oh, she's old then. Calvo, rule me in the death saving throw. <laughs> oh god! It's an eight. Yeah. Oh, that's a failure. One of each. Oh, I need to do another one. Yeah. No, no, not yet. Oh, mate, okay. Not yet. I'm, I'm dragging this one out for the listeners. <laughs> and for me. And all. You're telling <laughs> and us you. this sub story about this skeleton, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> His friend's gonna die. Creighton. <laughs> Again, Creighton. <laughs> yeah, Creighton kind of leads leads you back into his um into in, into the cabin, and this time Capri, you're with him this time, and you can see the rather ornately decorated, slightly shabby-ish cabin, but it's comfortable enough. Um, you see, you see, there is also a decanter of wine on the table. Oh. 
Not time for yeah. drinking. No, I'm just going to try. I'm, I'm going to ignore it. I'm upset over Calbo. Um, Creighton takes the ring off and puts it back in the um, the the box with the others. Treble, do you want to roll me a investigation check? Okay. Meanwhile, I'm still doing one of those wily coyote fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, in total. I'm just finding out my investigation score. Four. Four. <laughs> the rings are pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. He cl- 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 closes the box. Uh, right, Calbo next death saving score. Last. No, I no, no. So it's, it's not. It's not best of three. He has to get three in a row. Yeah, he has to get three in total of something. Before, before what, what do you so mean? Like, so what? So, 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 so either rules the fail three, state. Death. No, I mean, uh, I mean, how oh, do you fail? Two fail. So he either needs to roll three death rolls. So that's um, he, under, he rolls under two ten failed ones. Yeah. So, so he, he's basically ro- rolled one of each. So what if he rolls and another negative one now? If he rolls another negative one, then he's rolled two. It's basically whichever gets to three first. Okay, I get it. I get it. So, yeah, roll me another d20, Calbo. Twelve. Yes, boy! Twelve, okay, that's a, that's a pass. Fuck it out. Creighton picks up the um the, the, the decanter of wine and offers her drink anyone. No. While while we look for your friend. I don't no. drink anymore. <laughs> I'll have one. <laughs> Creighton kind of sits back back up against the desk and he says I'll be having a proposition for you. Mm. You've shown that you're well, far from lizard boy. That you're His name was Calvo. I'm a dragon! <laughs> like how you shout into your ceiling. <laughs> Method acting. I hope you live in a bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be quite capable uh, fighters. And, Some of uh, are. Warriors, in fact. Um, Get to the punchline. I... And he just looks down at you. I want to die. It's been 17 centuries and only 60 of those years I lived where I could enjoy myself. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I can't taste. I can't drink. I can't is, is your have love. Is life linked to everyone else on this ship? We're all cursed. So if you die? We all die. And that's what, we you, all, only and that's die. what, that's what you all want? Yes. Then I have a plan. Which be? My tall, handsome friend here has a deck of cards. Set my cards up. We've got loads. Pull one of these cards. Your wish may be granted. I... Oh, I... Okay. (laughs) I was offering you something else, though. Let's hear what he has to say first. It'll be an adventure. (laughs) Our friend is dying. Take the fucking quest. Listen to him. Death saving rule, please, Biggie. Oh, oh no. <laughs> is this best of three again? It's just roll me another d20 and see what, and we'll see what you get. Oh. The ten. 
Oh, I need to check the rules on this one. Whether whether a 10 is a pass or a fail. Stop offering our fucking cards out. <laughs> It'd be quicker than a quest. That's what this podcast is. We need content. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get to the vo- We need to get to the volcano. It might be part of the volcano. I don't know. We keep helping these idiots. But listen to what he's offering. Cards are not to be taken lightly. If you if you if you roll a ten or higher, that is a pass. So you yes. do not die. Woo! You you are back to zero hit points somewhere in the desert. So he's like proper unconscious, like proper unconscious. He's flat out, but he is alive. Oof. Let's hope you don't get eaten by a sandworm. <laughs> so creating um, just says you. Oh, fucking, I feel better now. I'm willing to listen to your quest. <laughs> if you can kill Kirelf. Do you know where you'll fix this curse? Is. You don't know where she is. You don't is. know where she is. You just said you didn't know where she is. How are we meant to find out? We don't even have a vessel. And Creighton holds a hand up to you, troubling us. If ye can find it, and ye can destroy it, you can have the Dreadbeat. The Dreadbeat is not linked to us. Under one proviso. I. I want a revolver. He, he cocks his head so he goes I, I don't know what that is oh, Do they not have revolvers? Flintlock no. pistol Oh one of these and he kind of pulls the pistol out of his coat It's a little bit manky looking It's not the best one in the world Yeah and he just hands it to you That was easy You'll also notice that the um, the crossbow that you were holding faded away Oh after yeah that's the what I vision thought ended. that would disappear That's why I said it yeah, so the um, but yeah, he's, he 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 points out. He says, I I don't know what your adventure be or your goal, but we had the dreadbeat enchanted when the uh, when the sea drained, so we could carry on hunting for a Kirelf, but we're kind of stuck. If you can kill it, no matter how long it takes, you can have the dreadpunk and you can fly wherever you want in this world. What does it run on? Wind? Magic. You just go to the helm and tell it where you want to go. Stigveld, I have a funny feeling that if we kill this person he wants us to kill, the ship will disappear as well. Uh, Roll an insight check. Yes. Incidentally... Am I actually putting my HP to zero, by the way? Yes. I I like how you called it the dread punk by mistake. I know, is that too? Yeah, that was, how, that, was, that was how I originally wrote it, and then I said it, actually said it by mistake in the last episode called The Dread Beat. So it's, yeah, Dread Beat. I'm actually reading from the script that he had there, which was had Dread Punk written um, I got 17. 17. He's, he is actually telling the truth. You can tell this is the most sincere that, um, yeah, that uh, Creation has been with you. He's, okay. it, it's not that he's desperate, he's just, he knows that he can't fix this problem. Yeah. And yeah. the ship won't disappear when he does. Do you, um, do you have any leads? Anything? Are there places you're not allowed to go that we can go because we're living? Aye, aye. There, there, there will be one place. Not be in Delos Rest. See, we in Delos Rest, they um, kind of ban magic, and we are cursed. We're technically magic, so uh, we can't go in. But you might be able to find some help from the various priestesses around there. I have a a friend. I'd like to catch up with in Indilo's rest. So if you could drop us off there, we'll have a a 
I look around, talk to a few people. And he lifts up and like he stands up a bit straighter and it's you, you get the feeling that if he had lips he'd be smiling right now. And he uh and he kind of he, he puts his hand out and takes your meaty giant hand, Stigveld. Slaps the bones on the other side. <laughs> Are we having a card? Oh, this is the best I've felt in a We need to find our friend first. Aye, aye, aye. We be, we be looking for him. We be looking for him. And um, he, reach, he reaches into the desk drawer and he pulls out a small little tin whistle. And he, and he hands it to, to you, Capri. Oh, sweet. And he says, if you ever need a lift around Morin, blow it and I'll, we'll come. Oh, thank you, me hearty. That's what she said. <laughs> I blew that whistle. Um, <laughs> and that's where we'll end episode 17 of Do Dragons Dream and Scorch Sheep? With, with nearly a death. Yeah. <laughs> yes, our first set of death rolls. You've been listening to Oodles as Treble O'Clef, Candy Machine as Capri Smitty, Stig as Stigveld, Biggie as Cowboy Grey Merkin, and me, Gadget, as your DM. You can follow us on Twitter at Scorchsheep or head over to www.modernescapism.co.uk to get all of our social links and find your way into our marvellous Discord server. If you're interested in learning how to play D&D, head over to startplaying.games forward slash GM forward slash gadget 8-bit and book me for a session. I'm running beginner's one-shot sessions and I'm starting a new intro to D&D campaign playing through Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Hit the link in the show notes to get all the details. We're on Patreon! For £5 a month plus VAT, you can join the Scorch Sheep tier and get early access ad-free to all episodes, alongside battle maps, character sheets, music, art, and anything else we happen to make for the campaign. For £7.50 a month plus VAT, you can join the Biggie Bundle and support Modern Escapism too. Head to patreon.com forward slash modernescapism to find out more. If you're enjoying what we do, why don't you consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? We'd really love to hear your feedback and it'll help the show get out to more people. Plus it puts a smile on Biggie's little face every time someone drops for five stars. What more could you want? Episode 18 of Do Dragon's Dream of Scorch Sheep drops for patrons on Wednesday the 23rd of February and for everyone else on Friday the 25th. See you then! I wasn't bothered at first until it was supposed to be like a play battle until he actually went, yeah, you can actually die. And I was like, I said this the first time you tried to jump over. I didn't think, I didn't literally think it was going to happen again. He literally said the first time you you went to jump over that you can die. And then you tried to do it again. Because I thought I'd have a better dice rolls. Why? Why? Six months of this has taught you nothing. (laughs) 